my loves. First of all, I want to apologize for my voice being the way it is. My sweet little ocean is sick and she handed it down to me. So, is the vo- is my voice annoying right now? I don't think it's annoying. I think it's kind of cool. It's okay. like the Miley Cyrus-esque voice. Oh. Yeah, like the raspy. I love when I'm sick because of that because I have such like a screechy high-pitched voice that when I'm sick I feel so cool. It kind of brings it down a yeah. little bit. I love that. So today I'm really excited because it's a voicemail kind of podcast day. Mm-hmm. I was like this voice I canceled our guest because I just this voice is fucking with me. Yeah. And like it's I exhausting. feel like I'm it is and I feel yeah. like I'm in my head and if I have a guest on I'm like I want to be present with what you're saying right and all I can really think about right now is the fact that like it's taking a lot out of me to like even yeah and talk. we have a lot of great voicemails too we need to catch up people still mentioning like the dating app stuff that you talked about people asking about your life lately people asking about your dating life we've got a ton yeah so we it's do gonna have be a good. ton yeah I went to my trainer slash dear friend's birthday yesterday. So fun. How was it? It was so much fun. You know me, Jess. I like rarely do anything. You never go out. Like I, I saw it on her stories this past weekend, guys, that Lala was out and I knew she had a birthday party to go to, which she was like, I don't know if I'll, I'll be feeling up to going. And then I walked in and I was like, you went to the birthday party. I was so excited for you. Everyone knows that if I commit to something, there's a 98% chance that I will cancel. Okay. Because I'm just, I'm a homebody. And then, you know, I don't like leaving ocean. Mm -hmm. It's just mom guilt is real. And I think that's actually a question that I want to ask when, for my mommies out there, when, after you guys had a baby, did you have mom guilt and if so when did it ease up because I know my mom I was like two weeks old and she like took off <laughs> I love didn't Lisa. Come home. <laughs> and I'll say like yesterday I was like because I went to the birthday and I didn't know how long I would be gone because it was in Malibu okay and my mom was like she's not gonna remember no she's like not. do you remember me leaving you <laughs> I said, no, not at all. And like the amount of love I have for my mom, I'm like, all right, it's good. (laughs) It's fine. We'll be fine. So the birthday was fun. What'd you guys do? We went to the winery. Okay. And then we went to a Greek restaurant. It was fantastic. I will say though, oh, and I hope that they don't get mad at me for this (laughs) winery. Um, so we're sitting there and it's uh, before we go on the tour. Mm-hmm. and The, the girl, wine tour? Mm-hmm. Okay. The tour guide was talking. I don't know how it got brought up, but someone said something about a giraffe. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, this is my first time going and my ears kind of perked up. And I said, what's the reason for the animals? Yeah. And she goes, just because why not? And oh. I go, well, because... I don't think giraffes belong in. That's why not. Yeah. And she goes, well, we don't have him anymore. He's in Texas. So hopefully he's happier there. And I go, "Mm, I don't think Texas is where giraffes should be either. (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry. I'm an animal activist. So I don't mean to put you on the spot. It was very uncomfortable. She bolted. I'm shocked. This is obviously the first time I'm hearing about it. That was 
the wrong person to say that in front she of. She bolted. She <laughs> oh, fucking no. bolted. But there was a guy there, my friend's yeah. husband, uh, who's from South Africa, and he was like, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with what you're saying. I just don't think she was prepared to answer that. I was like, right. we live in Los Angeles. You yeah. should definitely be prepared for someone to ask you, what's the reasoning? And also, uh-oh, let's give you the benefit of the doubt and assume you think that giraffes exist in Texas naturally. We're just going to let you know they don't. No. and but wow. she But she did say, and by the way, this tour guide had nothing to do with you know, she just worked there. Yeah. She's not responsible for right. what animals are on the on the property. Right. She said they don't have anything now except for like llamas, alpacas, mm-hmm. donkeys. And I was like, okay, that's... That's fine. Yeah. Oh, fine. So you... I know we've talked about this before a little, but is it annoying being on a wine tour and you don't drink? Or were you like, no, this is great? It's just so a part of my life now. Yeah. Like, and there was another girl there who, she's not sober, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't drink. Okay. And then there was another girl who showed up to dinner. She had been in the, she's been in the program for a decade. Oh, wow. So just at this point, Jess, it's just like, I show up places and it's, it's not even a thing. It's not a thing. Like you could still have fun. It wasn't like yawn. I'm on this wine tour. I'm bored. I need to go do something else. No. Oh, that's Just, good. I yeah. got a cup and they had like Pellegrino. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, and I was fun. drinking uh, kombucha. Okay. And then someone went to hand it to me. Yeah. After I had been drinking it. And you know, I needed a lot of help getting up and down the off the Jeep because it was a big drop and oh. my boobs are newly done. Oh, so. yes, yes, yes. Okay. So someone was holding my drink and then they handed it back to me and said, here's your apple cider vinegar water. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want it anymore. That's actually exactly. That's what it is. That is. Do you like, I call it kombucha. You call it kombucha. That's interesting. I don't know what it's called. Do you like it? I hate it. Love it. Ugh. I love it. I could drink it every day. But you know, when you're out and about like mm-hmm. doing things like a wine tour, you're like, sure. But like, yeah. can I tell you every time we stopped at a new little area on the winery and they would try new wines, I would drink something different. Oh, I like, like that. Yeah. So like at one stop, I had like regular Pellegrino. Yes. And the next, it was like the San Pellegrino grapefruit. <laughs> the next <laughs> was like, kombucha. You know what? That makes me think wine tours should offer just a, a um, non-alcoholic version of like very interesting whatever if it's grape juice these are the grapes from this region like yeah. I think that would be really cool no I think it would be too because yeah people not drinking is becoming like a big thing not yeah. because people like have problems yeah I think people are just becoming aware of like this isn't good for me right so I'm not going to partaking it well it's not enjoyable like kyle doesn't drink and he's not he never had a problem he's not he doesn't call himself sober but he just doesn't drink he's like why even if i say okay i guess i'll have one he's like i feel like shit yeah like what's the point what's the point yeah you know what though hmm the only time and i don't feel triggered to drink Mm -hmm. it's just when i go oh i remember and that that was fun this moment i remember when i used to be a drinker this moment was fun the very first drink because everyone's still normal yes but then they start feeling warm and you notice like their personalities get a little like get a little more giddy and they're loosening up yeah and then you get to the end of it and everyone <laughs> looks like fucked up and i'm right. like and this is where i this was not the fun part yeah yeah this is and that's um 
I heard, I think I saw this on Flight Attendant, that show, about the pink cloud. Because I've heard you talk about it, but I, I guess I didn't really know what it was. They talk about the pink cloud on Yeah, the because show? that character is, spoiler alert, it's not really a spoiler, you kind of know, but she is sober this season. Okay. So she goes to AA and she talks about, and um, I think they talk about it where they say something about like, oh, you're on the pink cloud. Eventually you're going to feel comfortable enough to say, I've mastered this. I've got it. Yeah. And you're going to have one drink and then you're going to forget it from there. You're not, yeah. you can't just have one drink and it's called the pink cloud. And I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. I'm sure people get to that. Like, oh my God, I'm fine. I've mastered it. I can have a drink. When you first venture into sobriety, yeah, you do sit on a pink cloud. It's like, this is amazing. I feel so great. But then as time goes on and you see, you forget why you chose sobriety. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't have a problem. Look how long I've gone without a right. drink. Like I can have one. And then before you know it, you're shit faced daily. Yeah. And you find yourself back in a meeting with 24 hours under your belt. And it's just like, yeah, Not worth pink. it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm still on the pink cloud a little bit. You do? Well, my sponsor tells me that I'm not on the pink cloud anymore because the pink cloud doesn't last three and a half and some change. Yeah, years. years. <laughs> Maybe it does though. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I love my sobriety. Maybe you feel like you're on it because you keep it. The, maybe the reason changes. Like at first you did it. You did it before you got pregnant. So I bet the reason then was different. And now your reason is probably at, at the very least ocean is added to that. Yeah. You know, so maybe it changes as like you keep refreshing the reason for why you're staying sober and it makes you, I don't know, filled with like some sort of like, this is why I'm doing it. You know, can I tell you, though, every mm. time I think about drinking, mm -hmm. not me like picking up, but when the thought of like just drinks, right? Yeah. I always go into this state of like, oh, the part where you wake up the next day, mm -hmm. just the thought of that is enough to keep me sober for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So depressing. Depressing and also like I look back at when I was heavily drinking in college, my face so swollen. Like I was like, what? And I would work out religiously yeah, to like same. to an unhealthy point. I don't even work out as close to that much anymore and I love it. I just feel better. But I would work out religiously, eat healthy, and I still had that. I always looked puffy. Same. Wild. And my eyes were always glazed over. Yeah. Weird. Gross. Huh. All right. Now that we we ventured into sobriety, that, that took a weird turn. I know. But it was just. It always goes back into sobriety. It does. When it's I talk about going anywhere. Yeah. But it's just interesting. I, I asked you that. It's just interesting because. You know, I see me and I'm like, I don't think I could go on a wine tour and not drink. I'd be bored. So then I asked you. But you're you. norm. You're a normie. You yeah. should go on a wine tour and drink wine. And drink. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to fucking do. <laughs> yeah. But it's just nice that like you can go and not be bored. Well, the thing is, is it was so beautiful. The grounds were mm -hmm. so gorgeous that it's like, I don't need to. It's so pretty as is. Like, I'm not here for the alcohol. Mm -hmm. I'm here for the fucking scenery. It's stunning. And for the friends and like. Oh, the yeah. company was fantastic. Yeah. I so needed that energy. Was it all women? Because I saw a lot of women. I, but you said there was a guy a, there. A lot of chicks. Okay. And then um, Jenna brought her boyfriend, obviously, okay. who's so sweet. Mm -hmm. And then there were, I think, three other dudes. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. who were partners of her friends who were also so sweet. Okay. And one of the guys, he was like, I think we should go around and say what we love about Jenna. And I was like, this is just such a good group of people. Yeah, that's great. I had one of the most amazing times that I've had in a very long time. I love that for you because you and I are the same and we're like, if I get invited somewhere or there's like a birthday party or I know that there's like, I've pushed off this like, go to get drinks with a friend for weeks and I'm like, I have to go. I'm always, I mean, this is just going to be honest, the introvert in me. I'm not looking forward to it. Okay. That's just how it is because it takes a lot of energy out of me. And 99% of the time, I'm so glad I went. And I feel like, you know, like I go and I'm not looking forward to it. And then I like talk to a friend or I hang out with people and I'm like, oh yeah, this isn't so bad, you know? Yes. And you're so happy that you went. Yes. And so I'm really glad you went. I think that's great. Yeah. And everyone, it was so, and I I like people who drink Mm adult-like. So like we went to the winery. Mm -hmm. They all were, you know, participating in the drinking of the wine. By the time we got to dinner, everyone's eyes, you know, everyone was like sobering up, but it was like, we've been drinking. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone was drinking like hot mint tea. (laughs) And the guy, the waiter is like, it's a birthday. Does anyone want a cocktail? Everyone's like, no. No. I was like, this is my vibe. That's, yes. You know? Adult drinkers are very different from, you know, the all day drinkers. And it's nice. It is nice. Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about that. Um... (laughs) We will take a short break and we, we, when we come back, I've got your voicemails. So my Dash Pass saved the day yet again. I was out of Ocean's favorite snacks. So I opened up DoorDash, ordered them from the grocery store and had them delivered. Have you heard about Dash Pass? No? Well then let me educate you because DoorDash and the Dash Pass are not just about food delivery. It's so much more than that. Dash Pass members get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. And that's on everything from groceries to drinks to personal care items. Dash Pass basically pays for itself in like two orders. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to experiences and promotions and even exclusive menu items. And you get all of that for just $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code LALA24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change. Terms apply. So open the door to $0 delivery fees and more. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for the Dash Pass with code LALA24. Subject to change, terms apply. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about. Whether it's a snow-capped mountain, white sand beaches, or even a hometown visit, we all have that happy place. I know for myself, Easton, my mom, and I think Jessica too, that place just became Hawaii. We had such an amazing time there last fall that I think it's going to become a yearly trip. The beautiful beaches, the amazing food, and the fact that we completely chill. I'm not sure it gets any better than that. Whatever your happy place is, Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. So we rented our car in Hawaii through Priceline. And if I told you how much money we saved, you would not believe me. 
And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to $625 when you book your flights and hotels together. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you can't find anywhere else. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. We are back. Jess, can you play me a voicemail, please? Yes. Hey, Lala. My name is Taylor. Um, I love your podcast. I love Vanderbilt Rules. I just had a question for you about the Gutsons. We have not seen them or heard from them in a while, and I just wanted to know when you were going to have them back. They are wonderful, and they're always such fun. And I just know that you just revamped your podcast to a newer, better podcast. And I just think that it would be a fun episode. And I look forward to potentially possibly hearing them. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Oh, that one makes me sad. Why? Um, um, one of my husbands got a new job, mm-hmm. which was great. And then it just... I don't know what happened, but he just decided that my other husband was not who he wanted in his life right now. Okay. Very weird. Mm. Um, I don't like it, but they're not talking right now. And it's mm. very strange. And I want to shake the one husband and be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I don't see them being on the podcast together anytime soon. I mean, they haven't even spoken. Maybe they can hash it out on the podcast. Maybe we can trick them and have them both over. I think at this point in time, that would not be a good call. Because no. I'm on my one husband's side and oh. I have a real issue mm-hmm. with the husband who got a new job and went into some weird fucking spiral of what he wants his life to look like. Here's my question, not knowing. I really don't know a lot about this, you guys, or really anything at all. But um, is do you think it's just a phase? Like people go through phases. I do one. think it's a phase. Okay. But when you're a grown ass person, mm-hmm. this type of phase, I don't have time for it. Right. It's weird. And you don't think right now, like he's probably wouldn't even be open to hearing anyone. I'm just guessing. No. And honestly, mm-hmm. if he were to listen to this, he would probably mm-hmm. call me and be like, I didn't know you felt that way because I just, I know if I were to text him right now, I would not be kind. Mm. Okay. I would not be kind at all. Yeah. I love them both. And just like my one husband said, when he snaps out of it and he comes back around, who's going to be there to like pick him up? Right. The two of us will. And that's very true. So there's the update on the husbands. Not as positive <laughs> as maybe you hope. It makes me so sad. But I, I truly think, because I've seen, obviously, the husbands together. I've seen Lala and the husbands together. They're like, to me, unbreakable. So it's not like... It's the end of an era. This I is, hope not because no. I told him, I said, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like my parents are getting divorced. Yeah. Like you guys got to figure it out. It's just a thing. It's just a phase. I hope so. I think so. he's lost his spark. Yeah. We don't want that. I mean, know? I'll be here. I'm very forgiving. Lala will be here. The other husband will be here. Okay. What's my next one? Next one. Hey, I was just listening to your most recent podcast, and this isn't a question, but a recommendation for Lala and Ocean. There is a place called The Gentle Barn, about 30 to 40 minutes north of L.A. in Santa Clarita, that I 
highly recommend you guys going to. You can take the baby. It is the sweetest place uh, where they rescue animals from the food industry. They have cows that you can hug and pet and pigs and chickens. It's just like the most sweetest place. And it's not too much money, and it's for such an amazing cause. So, And there's also a place called Farm Sanctuary, but the Gentle Barn is the most sweetest place. I highly recommend it. Uh, my name is Stephanie, and um love listening to you guys. I want to go to the Gentle Barn. They rescue them from the food industry. I love that. An ocean would be beside herself, don't you think? She would love it. Can I tell you something? Hmm. So... Because we talked about the giraffe being in mm. Malibu or whatever, and I say I'm an animal activist. Yeah. Um, I don't love meat. Okay. It just, I've just never really loved meat, but I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian. Okay. Like, there are moments where I definitely have eaten meat, do eat meat. I really want to not eat meat. Right now, it's just a part of, like, it's like, oh, that looks good. I'll eat it, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to do that anymore. Right. You want to, that's a really great goal. And it, and what I've heard is um, a small step you can make if you don't want to or can't for some health reasons or whatever become a vegetarian or a vegan. I do know that if you buy, again, this is a... Um, not a luxury, but a privilege because it's usually a little more expensive. But if you buy, if you are in the space in your life to buy like grass-fed cow, which they sell at like normal grocery stores, but grass-fed organic beef or um, for the chickens, pasture-raised eggs because I've heard that cage-free is basically like just the same as normal I've eggs. I've heard it's bullshit. Pasture raised is the key words you're looking for. And that's like they actually let the chickens out legally. They have to run around in a grass area and then like, you know, free range grass fed beef and stuff. Again, I know a lot of vegetarians and vegans will be like, you should just give it up. It's not that hard. But if you're trying to make a small step, I, de- I, I have heard that's I try and do that. Cause I just like don't yeah. even enjoy. I like enjoy I don't even enjoy it. It's I just know. when you go and order things for some reason, it's just like we're we're programmed to just like eat meat. Mm-hmm. Like here's a chicken taco. Right. Here's a beef taco. Like we weren't we didn't come into this world and have it where you roll up in a restaurant and it's like veggie taco. That's definitely a part of the menu now. Right. But like the other night, I went uh, to a Mexican food joint and. I got, oh my God, it was so good. Was it? Yes. What was it? It was a mushroom taco and it was so bomb. I thought you were going to be like, I got a chicken taco and it was so good. No, mushroom taco. Oh my God. And there's this place called Candela on La Brea. Okay. And they have corn tacos. Corn tacos? Yeah. Just corn. Taco Wednesdays. Yum. Mushroom so. taco. You can do a lot with mushroom and jackfruit. I love a black bean and rice taco. See, so do I. Love it. So it's just getting myself to just go that direction mm-hmm. and just switch the way that I've been programmed because I don't fucking enjoy meat that much. Yeah. And then when I go into all of this stuff about like how I care so much about certain, like all these animals, but then it's like I look at a cow and I'm like, 
I love that cow and I've eaten one of them. Yeah. That makes me sick to yeah. my stomach. And perpetuating the, the yeah, I know she, uh, Jamie Lynn talked about it, but perpetuating like the industry where cows are just basically shoved next oh. to each other and can't move. Oh my God. Uh, it makes me sick to talk, talk I, about. I, I have to make a change. Yeah. But there are like, you know, and I've heard like, I've heard, again, don't know this for a fact, eating too much like tofu and soy is also not good for you. But well, there's I mean, so many options. Everything is in moderation. I right. mean, I think a kid died from drinking too much water like years ago. You can drown f- from drinking too much. Literally. Right. It was like an, yes. ini- is it initiation for like a frat? Oh. Is that what it is? Yes. Initiation. And they had yeah. to, they had him drink a certain amount of water and he like literally died. Yeah. Because things Well, that's toxic. hazing hazing yes you can drink too much water you can drown in in a centimeter of water and they mean that by you can over hydration i used to see in school sports all the time such a real thing people pass out they're overhydrated because they know they have i saw it in track a lot i would watch the track meets in my school and we had this one girl who had to go to the hospital and was like in really bad condition was there for three days because she was overhydrated yeah so scary everything in moderation i get it but there are how did we get on oh the, the farm the farm i'm <laughs> yeah. taking motion there what's that, it called again it is the gentle barn gentle and it's a, in santa clarita going taking, i love oh, that taking ocean immediately so what's cute. the next voicemail okay hi Lala. my name is mandy and i'm from massachusetts first i love your podcast i've been binge listening if that's the thing for the last few weeks, and I'm finally up to date. Uh, we had babies around the same time, so I'm digging all the baby talk. It's so nice to hear a different side of you on the podcast, and it really gives listeners the opportunity to get you, to know you so much more than what we see on Vanderpump Rules. Um, congratulations on your sobriety. You should be so proud of yourself. My question actually stems from some of the content you've shared with us, as I believe it can be used in life, too. You mentioned with sobriety, you live one day at a time. For people like myself, I need to live more in the moment and cut down on stress and anxiety and often try to practice living in the moment, but it's so hard. So in a future podcast, could you speak a little more about best practices with that? Even if people aren't sober, I think it's a great way to think and would love to learn more about how to practice this on a daily basis if possible, how to get in that mindset or whatnot. Thanks for taking my question. Wishing you and Ocean the very best. Oh, sorry. I love that question. Um, it's strange because I feel like it's easier in sobriety to take it one day at a time. And that may not be for everybody. But like for me, it's easier for me to stay present in my sobriety than it is for me to stay present like in life. Um, my anxiety is high right now. And... <laughs> I just have a lot of stress and I'm dealing with a lot and I feel like sometimes it does take away from me living in the moment and enjoying things. And I have a lot of worry. So I wish that I could like give my advice on how to live more in the moment. But I mean, I am struggling with it too, especially right now where I think like a million steps ahead and I'm worried about the unknown of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like trying to keep my head above water. 
And I feel like there's so many times where I do like interviews or I'm talking to people or I'm doing Instagram posts and I'm like, I'm doing great. Like, I'm great. But I'm like, I'm struggling. So I would also like to know how to stay present and try to not worry and fight anxiety and depression and things like that. And I know mine's situational, but if anyone has advice, um, because I love that question. So if anyone is listening and you have advice, I would love for you to call in and help me as well. Fuck. Sorry. No, don't be sorry i think that was a great question and you see how people are dealing with it every day you are this person is i mean i everyone is and it's just some way worse than others i mean we won't get into you know i couldn't be dealing personally with you know all the stuff you deal with you're like i said have said before one of the strongest people i know um I, I know it's like how do you live in the moment and I feel like so many people have anxiety stress depression it's like all three every day just getting out of bed for people it's like wake up what am I what why am I getting out of bed you yeah. know and you start the grind all mm-hmm. over again it's fucking exhausting yeah I've heard I've read and heard you know because I don't, she wouldn't mind me saying this, but I have a sister who, who deals with the same thing. S- extreme anxiety has been in the hospital because of panic attacks and, and there are things and they sound cliche and, and like I've said them to her before and she's like, that doesn't like, that's not going to help. It's but because they're so simple, but sometimes you literally just have to breathe and okay, I Literally, you could start from like, think about the things you're thankful for. Again, I know so many people are going to sound be frustrated because it's like, no, no, like I can't right now. But I've heard when you let yourself and you force yourself, sometimes that helps being in the moment. Okay, I right now have, I'm healthy or I right now have literally, you could say like, I have my arms and legs. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that. I have my legs. I can walk. I have a roof over my head and Sometimes you have to because it's like if I don't start with like the smallest, I have a chair that I can sit in and eat breakfast. Right. Then it's like you're going to go crazy. Right. Like you you practice moments of gratitude. Yes. When you take your, when you have those dark moments. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And I, I agree with you, but there's some days where you're just like, fuck everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that I, I'll go through cycles. And yes, no matter if I'm in a great headspace or it's kind of just a lower vibration type of day, I know that you will not break me. I know that everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. But there's always a small part of me that goes to the what ifs. And that is can become traumatizing. Yeah. And take me to a place that I don't want to go to so I mean how many of us wake up and we feel like 10 years ago was literally just yesterday I know even thinking about the pandemic what that was that started two years ago so it's almost like if you have the capacity and the energy to remind yourself I have to live in this moment 
because I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be 10 years down the road. I know. And then that opens a whole new can of worms for me where then I start having, um, I go on my guilt trip Mm. of all the moments that I wasted worrying. Mm -hmm. And it's such a, it's a vicious cycle because then as you're on in the guilt trip, worried about all the moments you wasted, you're making more moments that you're wasting. Yeah. I know. And Chris Medina said to me, he was like, you have got to allow the universe to do what it is prepared to do. Right. You've got to fight the anxiety. He's like, the thing with Chris Medina, he's, I've said this many times, he, he's very gifted. Mm -hmm. He was telling me things that I was doing that he wouldn't know that I was doing. No Mm -hmm. one would know that I was doing these things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like an internal thing that I do to myself. Mm -hmm. And he was like on the money. And he said, you've got to stop. Mm-hmm. You will be just fine. I told you that the moment I did your podcast back in September, mm-hmm. you will be okay. Let the universe and time catch up with what you know. Yeah. Because it will. It will. And it's so, I, I could see it being so frustrating. And it is so frustrating when you sit there and you have to think, remind yourself, the universe, it, 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 it'll be fine. This too shall pass. Blah, 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 blah. Over and over again. For days, for weeks, for months, for years. It's like, oh my God. When though? When? Then you get to a point where you're like, but when though? And it's frustrating. Yeah. Well, like my best friend Madison said to me, she was like, you don't get to tell the universe what timeline it should be on. Yeah. You don't have that right. It's so true. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Because all this this time it's like it's like a blink of an eye. Like the universe is like, yeah, a couple years, relax. And for us it's like every day is torture and we just have to learn to deal with it for whatever we're trying to get toward or work toward or and it's like but it ha- it will all happen when it's supposed to and it's the hardest thing and I like gi- I give credit to the people who don't live with that Huge credit to those people. I talked to a friend about it this past weekend who's like, no, 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 I don't believe in a God. I don't believe in a higher power. I get things happen that we can't explain. I just don't believe in that. If I want something to happen in my life, I do that myself. And I I was like, it gave me anxiety because I was like, good, good for you. Because if I had to live my life based on me, do you know how much pressure that is? Me? I'm going to, my life is determined 100% by me and I can't trust that like things will happen when they're supposed to. I'm done. I'm not getting out of bed tomorrow. If that was my belief system. I couldn't system. live that way. I couldn't live that way. There's no fucking way. So I, I mean, I do gr- give credit to people who are like, no, I'm getting, the, like I make my life. That's one way to look at it. I'm very well, much. Well, of course, I don't sit here and go, the universe is going to point me in all the directions right. and God has my back. No, obviously if I want like, I believe in God, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, God gave me a brain. Yes. So I'm going to fucking use it. Yes. And if I want something to happen, I'm going to make it happen. But the universe will step in when something is not right. So if yeah. something feels like you're banging your head against a brick wall, mm-hmm. take a different... The universe is saying, I'm trying to show you that it's not working. Right. So use your brain that God gave you to pick a different route. I'm telling you, you don't listen to that. You end up in situations. 
that you should not be in. Yes, 100%. And I always say in my prayers every night, because my belief is like, I have, I'm healthy and I have the brain I have and whatever to work my ass off. And I'm mm. not going to get rewarded unless I work my ass off. So I can, my my mindset is like, if I work my ass off and do everything I possibly can, then there's no like, I don't have an excuse. Like things don't come to me and I'm like, I can say, but I'm tr- I'm doing everything I can here. Right. So in my prayers, I always say, Please continue like to guide me. Yes. If I'm if if I'm not on the right path, please like if I'm not hearing you, like speak a little louder. Right. Please help. If I'm not on the right path or I'm like maybe veering off or please guide me back on. Like if if there's a door that should be opening, please help me see it. Just all the things that like I kind of put it if I'm not seeing it or hearing it, please like help a little. Right. But really overall, just like continue to guide me and I'll pray to like my grandpa and my uncle. And like of that course, those of, are your yeah. guides. Yeah. Yeah. Those so are, just, those are your every days. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. No, I could not live without believing no. in a higher power. I mean, if you don't, that's yeah. your thing. I'm not pushing anything on you, mm-hmm. but good Lord, there are moments where I'm like, this moment is going to break me and I got to hand it off. Exactly. I punt it to something greater. Yeah. Handling it off. me out. Mm-hmm. On that note, let's cut to a short little break. And then do you have more voicemails for me, Jess? Yes, okay, we do. Good. I want to hear them all. We'll be right back. Can I just tell you that Etsy gift mode has changed my entire life? There's no more panicking or completely stressing out when I have to find the perfect gift for someone. Because I'll be honest, I am the worst gift giver ever. And it's been an amazing thing when it comes to Ocean and her birthday Because when someone asks me, what can I get Ocean? I can point them to Gift Mode on Etsy. With Gift Mode on Etsy, it's so easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life. Like the dog lover, the concert goer, the fashionista, the reality TV fan, or in Ocean's case, the creative kid. There is literally something for everyone on Etsy. Like I said, Ocean's birthday is just days away and I have found her so many cute things on Etsy. I got her the cutest personalized book specifically for her third birthday, and I found this really cool personalized LED neon sign for her new big girl bedroom. And of course, I loaded up on hair accessories and jewelry. A gifting moment is always around the corner. But whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. We're all so busy, and I know how hard it can be to find some time to work out. It's so easy for me to get completely derailed when it comes to my fitness plan. And if you struggle with the same thing and really want to get your fitness back on track, then Peloton is a great solution. Peloton has thousands of classes to get you moving no matter what level you're at. They've got beginner and advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides, artist theme rides. There is literally something for everyone. And if staying motivated is your biggest challenge, Peloton's got your back there too. They'll show you the basics, help you take the guesswork out of your workout, and then encourage you to build from there. You can also watch your favorite TV shows and live sporting events while you ride, so you never miss a thing. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. That's onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. We have time for one more? Yeah. Hey, Lala. Just calling from Granbury, Texas, and I need some advice. 
I do not drink, and I have a really hard time going out to social events without people bringing it up and drawing attention to it and just making it awkward in general. I know that I've heard you say before that you have a lot of fun when you still go out um, and everyone's drinking, and I just, I just want to know your secret. Um, what do you do? How do you get people to just stop talking about it and have a good time? Can't wait to listen. Oh, babe, I love this question. You know what? I don't think that anyone should... Um if if you go out and you're sober and you feel like being in a situation where people are drinking is not for you, don't force it. Mm. I feel like I'm I'm lucky and I also my and this is this is going to come off weird, but this is what the very first person that I went into when I got sober um who's one of my angels said you're a unicorn this is not normal for you. And if at any point in time it doesn't work for you anymore, I want you to listen to that. It's worked for me so far. Mm. I'm okay going to wineries. I'm okay going into a bar. My mind goes to a place where it's like, this is my life. I have so much to lose and I for sure am not going to lose everything over a fucking drink. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. If you are the type of person where you don't have fun and you're triggered by places like that, don't go mm -hmm. because there were times at the very beginning of my sobriety where I was like it's just not a good idea for me to for some reason I'm feeling it in my gut I shouldn't go to this bar tonight with my friends right I'm not feeling triggered right now but my gut is telling me steer clear and I wouldn't go that's good yeah so I don't even know how to tell someone to not because I I have people that I sit in rooms with who have been sober you know 10 20 years who still say if I go into a bar, I'm going to be triggered to drink. Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of, I don't think you can teach how to get into that zone. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is coming from a non-sober person, but I, and, and I know you said that um, you don't drink. You just put, I don't drink. I don't know if you shared that with a ton of people or if you're making the decision now, but I have nights I go out and I don't want to drink. People are annoying and they'll say, especially since I'm not sober and they'll go, no, 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 just have a drink. Just take a shot. And I get annoyed with it and I'm sick of like it taking up 20 minutes of the conversation. So what I do is I just trick them. I literally go up. I wait till they're in another conversation. I go up to the bar and I say, hey, could I have a drink in a cocktail glass? Could you make it uh, grapefruit juice? And usually I get soda water. Yeah. And I literally pretend I'm drinking all night. And that is unfortunately sometimes and I know it's like shallow and not as deep sometimes that's just what I have to do it's annoying people are annoying especially when they get more drunk and they go shot shot I'll go no I don't want to puke all over everyone so I'm not going to take a shot and it, it would embarrass me and if I took a shot I would throw up all over you I'm sipping on my cocktail and it's usually not a cocktail it's non-alcoholic that's so strange to me though what that people are because if you say you're not drinking tonight, there's peer pressure. But I'll tell yeah. you what, when when people ask me if I want to drink and I say, no, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And then they say, are you sure? And then mm -hmm. I say, no, I'm sober. I've been sober for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. They automatically disengage. So maybe yeah. if even if you just, if, if you don't drink, you're mm -hmm. a normie and you've just decided you don't want to drink or you have a drinking problem, I say just go straight to the sober. Just go, I'm sober? I'm sober. Right. 
And if they freaking yes. disengage. Oh, 100%. Unless you're with friends that know like, what are you talking about? No, you're not. You were just drinking last night. Then you can fake, fake it. But even now, I yeah. still have, I still ask for like, uh, mocktails. Perrier. I don't love mocktails. You know, cause too no, sugary. Too and, sugary. Right. I, I just say, give me sparkling water in a short glass with a lime. Right. It looks like you're drinking a vodka soda. No yeah. one's asking you anything. And either way, I do it anyway because if I am drinking, I drink waters um, in between, like soda waters. Yeah. So I'll just do it anyway. At that party that we went to a while ago yeah. at TomTom, Tom, do you remember? Yes, the euphoria. The or the, yeah, the birthday. I had so many people yeah. being like, you're not fucked up right now? And you're like, <laughs> or you weren't fucked up last night? I'm like, Okay, first of all, <laughs> is that an insult? <laughs> I'm like, no, I haven't had a drink in yeah. over three and a half years. Yeah. So I think if you just keep that in your hand and yeah. if you look like you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. People are going to be like, she was wasted. Yeah. Or <laughs> no, exactly. And at that party, someone just to let anyone know who knows me, if you I'm sorry, but if you buy me a shot, it never goes in my mouth. It goes over my shoulder. It goes on the floor. It, I'm not kidding. It just happens. And so I'll the tell alcohol, people. The alcoholic in me has yeah. so much anxiety that you just wasted a good buzz. <laughs> I know. I have been at a, a long time ago. I went to Vegas with some people for like the Super Bowl and we got like a table in one of the clubs and they got bottle service. I think bottle service is dumb. Stupid. It's so ex- It's so, so stupid. stupid. So expensive. But they got Patron. Every shot, you guys, went on the floor, which is like rude of me. Um, I did have paper towels and tried to soak it up. But every shot they tried to make me take went over my shoulder or on the floor. And so much so that I'm sure hundreds of dollars of liquor was wasted. But here's the thing. They say, take a shot, take a shot. I say, I don't want one. I don't want one. Take a shot. And Their it, fault. I don't want to, I don't want to go back and forth. I don't want to, there are just moments where I don't want to stand up for myself and make a point. And I'm like, okay, your fault. You're going to tell me to take a shot. You just spent this much on this bottle. Guess where it's going? On, on the, the ground. ground. You should have listened to me when I said no thanks. Speaking of bottle service, Jess. Yeah. So do you remember? Oh, so yesterday at the party, I was like, guys, there was a girl who was a, th- these women were all very accomplished. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of them, if I were to say who was there, you would know mm-hmm. who I'm talking about. Um, but there was one girl who was a therapist and I asked, because you know, I'm really holding on to this guy who went to the strip club. Like I know <laughs> yeah. that it's not right, but right. I'm like, I had to ask for a second, third, fourth opinion. Yeah. And the girl was like, so tell me how it went down. I was like, it was his birthday. Mm-hmm. I told him happy birthday. We texted, whatever. I went to bed. The next day, I wake up. It was like morning for me, afternoon for him. He said, sorry, I was out all night. We went to a strip club, LOL. And she goes, no. She goes, no. That's not the energy you want. That's not the vibration you need. With what you've been through, Mm -hmm. no. And I said, I'm listening to you. But all I could think about with the bottle service, what you just said, being stupid, okay? It took me back to thinking about this guy, okay? So on his Instagram, the night before, he was in a restaurant with sunglasses on. Yeah. Okay. So when he tells me he's at the, he went to a strip club, me in my sober state of mind yeah. could just picture how fucking stupid they all look. Right. Like <laughs> drunk, thinking they're fucking cool with their stupid fucking sunglasses <laughs> on at night, you know? With Indoors. their money and like the inside with <laughs> pitch black with like women shaking their asses. Talented women, by the way. Yes. The, the strippers don't look stupid. No. You look stupid. You look stupid. 
I just can't. Same with the bottle oh. service. When I go into a club and I'm sober yeah. and I see these people and they bring out like the sparklers and the champagne yeah. and they're thinking they're so cool. They got their phones out. Yeah, yeah. do it for the gram. I'm like, you all look like I'm living it. I see it for what it is. Yes. All right. I'm sober. Yeah. You look dumb. You're like, oh, you just spent $800 on a $100 bottle of liquor? Am I supposed to, am I supposed to think that's cool? <laughs> no, but they all do. And they're like, yeah, I know. And they're like, like yeah. you see them filming themselves, like selfie yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. Peace yeah. signs up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show the chain. I'm like, I hate You're all like, of you. Cool, bro. Oh my God. No, that's, that's true. It angers me. That's why I love the Instagram account Influencers in the Wild. So, Do you follow it? No, but oh my god, Lala! It's, I know what you're talking it's about. It's that shit. Okay. It's I'm following videos right of people just like. Do, or like dancing they'll be dancing on the beach and it's girls and, and it's a video and they'll be like dancing and then and then the music stops and they like check it and it's so funny it's mortifying it's mortifying I it, can't you go through tiktok and you see these like cool videos of women dancing but you never really think like what's that is actually look like they're on the beach i know there's beachgoers laying trying to enjoy and they're like kicking sand in their face yeah no, can I tell oh you? It's like God. when I see people on planes. Yeah. Like they're in first class and they're like, mm-hmm. you see the picture and they're like lounged out. They take a selfie. They've got like their glass of champagne. And you're like, oh my God, so chic. But then I transport myself to walking down the aisle and watching that person do that. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you look dumb. You're like, no. <laughs> and I'm dumb. sorry. I refuse to look stupid I'd, just for one just, Instagram post. Just for one. I you know. have to think about what's behind the photo, you guys. It's like another. This is and this why is, I'm so bad at Instagram. Well, it's the other thing, too. It's like I love there's TikTok accounts that are like the real shot or whatever. And there's all these like gorgeous shots that influencers take when they're like out of the country and they're on this iconic like rock. And then you see a literal hour and a half long line of people waiting to get the shot on the rock and it's like never never. and it's just one shot on the rock and then they run away and then someone else stands on the rock and it's like you see this iconic photo on instagram but what you don't see is the hour and a half line of people waiting to get this one shot on this like rock in bali or something whatever oh my gosh Wow, we've hit a lot of notes today. I know. We have cried. We've spoken about sobriety. We've spoken about idiots. I know. I know you said two more voicemails, but we have so many good ones. I think we save the rest for later. Let's save the rest for later. Okay. You guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I love you so much. Remember to take your vitamins to not get what Ocean gave to me. Remember to wear your sunscreen because sun's out, bun's out. I want you guys to protect that skin. I love you so much. I'll catch catch you next week. (laughs) With your cold, you sounded like Kermit. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but 
Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.